Welcome to this week's episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. On this episode, we celebrate the holiday of Rosh Hashanah in the diaspora around the world. Let's get started. This week marks the holiday of Rosh Hashanah on the Jewish calendar. This day is known to be the birthday of the universe and the day that God created Adam and Eve. The holiday itself is named Rosh Hashanah, which translates to the head of the year. This is commonly celebrated by Jews around the world with candle lightings in the evenings, festival meals with their friends and families, but most importantly, the blowing of a ram's horn or a shofar on both mornings of Rosh Hashanah. According to Chabad.org, the blowing of the shofar represents the trumpet blasts that were sounded at a king's coronation. Its sound also serves as a call to repentance. The shofar itself recalls the binding of Isaac from the Torah, an event that is believed to have fallen on Rosh Hashanah, in which a ram is taken in Isaac's place as an offering to God. In many Ashkenazi communities, the bread that is eaten on Rosh Hashanah is traditionally baked in round loaves and sprinkled with raisins in order to be dipped into honey, expressing our wish for the Jewish New Year to be a sweet one. Oftentimes, people eat apples dipped in honey, again, to promote sweetness in the new year. However, there are traditions all around the world that are very interesting. The following are 10 very interesting traditions from around the Jewish diaspora, courtesy of Chabad.org. In an island off the coast of Tunisia, which still has an active Jewish community, it is customary for children to comb through the olive orchards in the days before Rosh Hashanah. They collect as many fallen olives as they can, which will then be pickled in salt. On the morning before Rosh Hashanah, they carry the olives through the streets, announcing that they have olives which people can recite the traditional blessings, asking for our merits to be multiplied like the olives. In the country of Iraq, on the night before Rosh Hashanah, every Jewish home is visited by the kosher slaughterer, who would slaughter a ram that they had cared for in the home for the past few weeks. The ram would be prepared in melon rind, and its head served separately. Before partaking in the head, the diners would express the wish, quote, that we be the head and not the tail. In Syria, there's a blessing over the barber. After receiving a pre-Rosh Hashanah haircut, the Jews of Aleppo would say to the barber, Ne'aman, which means bliss, to which the barber would reply, Yin am Eliak, may God make you perfectly happy as well. It is said that the reason this is done in Arabic and not Hebrew is because they do not wish to speak the holy tongue in a barber shop, which is somewhat akin to a bathhouse, where words of holiness may not be said. In Western Europe, it is recorded in the Book of Customs of Germany, one of the oldest and most prominent Ashkenazi settlements, that one should pay all debts before Rosh Hashanah, so that one may enter into judgment unencumbered and clean. Whereas in Eastern Europe, purchasing a new knife is a custom. Before Rosh Hashanah is customary among some Hasidim to purchase a new knife and sharpen it for every member of the household. This expresses the wish for a year full of bounty and plenty. In Turkey, based on the writings of the rabbi of Izmir, many Sephardim, including those from Turkey, avoid honey, unlike their Ashkenazi counterparts. This is because they fear that it may contain the legs of bees which are not kosher. Instead, they dip the Rosh Hashanah apples in sugar. In Morocco... Enjoying seven cooked vegetables is very important. On Rosh Hashanah Eve, many Moroccan Jews are particular to enjoy seven cooked vegetables. The menu selection varies, but the number of seven is consistent. Many of these dishes overlap with the traditional list of symbolic foods eaten for a good year. 
It is also said that the number seven recalls that Rosh Hashanah ushers in the seventh month on the Jewish calendar and also symbolizes the Midrashic tradition that all seventh are beloved. Also in Turkey, there's a tradition of eating Passover matzah on Rosh Hashanah. The purpose of this is to demonstrate our wish that we be saved from all evil deeds, just as we were during the exodus from Egypt, which we commemorate on Passover. Perhaps it happens to be related to the custom that some have to invite their Passover guests to be present at the Rosh Hashanah feast as well. In the country of Yemen, the time to blow the shofar is during the morning service and again during the Musaf service. According to ancient customs, some get up extra early and blow 30 blasts of the shofar before dawn, in addition to the blowing that will take place later in the morning. This is in line with the Midrashic adage, preempt evil before it precedes you. Lastly, in Iran, it is customary to say as many psalms as possible on Rosh Hashanah. Among some Iranian Jews, it is customary to recite the entire book twice. This is 300 chapters in total. Since the word forgive has a numerical value of 300, this would be done in the home of someone who has passed away during the past year. No matter how we celebrate the Rosh Hashanah all around the world, the fact that Jews all over the world are celebrating all at once is quite an incredible feat. No matter where we come from or how we celebrate it, we at the Jewish Diaspora Report wish you all a very happy and healthy new year. May the year 5783 bring you and your loved ones a great deal of health and happiness. This has been another episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. Don't forget to check us out on social media at jdr.podcast and check out some of our other podcasts on your favorite podcast source. We'll see you next time in the new year. (laughs) 